Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cushion of the Ball and the Poster of the Apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hey. You're starting to smell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anything, Pete, but you know, we've all noticed. <laughs> no, honestly, he has gone home. He, just, he does have a home to go. He's not really stealing the sofa. <laughs> oh, the horror. this one made me feel funny. <laughs> oh. Oh, and I found this, oh, and Mike found yeah. this. The premise of the show really is that uh, we we are going to go through. <laughs> Sorry, I just read it. <laughs> we're going to we're going to go through some stuff we found the net this week that's a bit weird, a bit macabre, a bit strange. It's weird. It's weird news, you know. You know, that's what we do. It's weird news. It's topical, people. <laughs> topical. And an enemy of the show and my own personal nemesis. I'm going to upgrade him to Nemesis because he's being vocal recently. <laughs> Yuri Geller warns NASA to prepare for an alien invasion after a baffling discovery. And I had heard about this discovery. It is a legitimate thing. Something's spinning in the middle it's, of the It's something that's emitting light flashes at irregular patterns that we can't explain. And it's, they think it's a star, but we don't know why it's doing these. It'll get onto it in the article, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But we, it's legitimate that we found this thing. That's, and he's now coming out and saying that it's aliens and they're going to invade us. Legendary Spoonbender. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary Spoonbender, even though that's a very simple trick to do if you want. And I'll do some research of that and I'll tell you how to do it the next time Yuri Geller fucking comes on. If he didn't know that he did it with his mind, you'd think Legendary Spoonbender. That's a, <laughs> a shit trick, isn't it? Yeah. Spending, spending <laughs> His hands. Yeah. That's how he does it anyway. Yeah. It is literally. He rubs it and heats it. Yeah, you like rub it and heats it. Yeah. Yeah. And he got famous off that. He got rich off that. Yeah. Fuck me. He's now a legendary spoonbender. He's now a legendary spoonbender. And he's warned us to prepare for an imminent alien invasion. The illusionist. Let's not call him that. Let's call him a fraud. <laughs> the fraud has raised the prospect of a mass landing after scientists found a huge energy source 4,000 light years away. Not really that far in space terms. When you think Zeta Reticuli, where the greys are supposed to live, is what, 40,000 light years away? 400 light years away? How many light years is the moon away? None, it's 300,000 kilometres. <laughs> I'm trying, but how, many would that, how many of that would be a light year? In current technology, I don't think we'd make a light year before everyone died on board, would we? I'm trying to light, The speed of light is 286,000 miles a second, <laughs> and we can travel... Oh, fuck knows how fast in space, in all fairness. I've no idea. It's the inertia you've got in it. You've... You fire boosters. Yeah. It is yeah. impressive. I know that to get out of the Earth's atmosphere, you've got to do 17,500 miles an hour. So I do know that it's tens of thousands of miles an hour they travel at. To get out of the atmosphere, you've got to do 17,500 miles an hour, roughly. I know that much. That's a fact. Mm. Interestingly, by the time the, uh, the shuttle's tail clears the launch pad, it's doing 200 miles an hour. I think to go one light year would take 40,000 years with traditional chemical propellants. You might be a bit in the ballpark there, to be honest. So what I'm trying to fathom is, right, 4,000 light years away. Yeah. Is that going to bother any of us or our children? Well, no, it's 4,000 times 40,000. 
It depends what technology they've got. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. But even if yeah. they're travelling at the speed of light, oh, they could be how long no. does it take them to travel 4,000 4, light years? years. Yeah, if they so got the speed of light. Good. Yeah, we no. don't have to worry too much. Well, no, no, no. If they're an intelligent civilization, they've got technology that will allow them to travel faster, faster than light. light. Maybe yeah. wormholes yeah. as well. Remember, yeah, yeah. traveling through the warp. I don't know warp speed. Hey, Yuri says this is a quote. This is all quoting Yuri. No doubt in my mind that this is connected to alien intelligence way, way superior than ours. Start deciphering their messages. They are preparing us for a mass landing spoon. Hashtag NASA. No, no, they're preparing us for a mass landing spoon. <laughs> said mass landing spoon. <laughs> you said spoon, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> they got spoons on the mind. <laughs> I'm bending spoons I'm, as we I'm speak. Just, <laughs> I'm just picturing like this giant big spoon just landing down constantly <laughs> and like, going, hello. Uh-huh. I kind of want Can I aliens. pour some milk for my cereal? <laughs> I don't know why they'd be from like West Country. Who's to say? I want some milk. You for know my why, cereal. don't you? You know why? The Archers have been beamed out into space the last fucking sixty years. <laughs> That's, all they've That's all they've listened to. They love uh, it. That's why they come to Earth. <laughs> They think that's what life's like. Yes. <laughs> Scientists said they've never seen anything like this spooky new phenomena before. And they believe it could be a neutron star or white dwarf, which are collapsed cores of stars, with an ultra-powerful magnetic field known as a magnetar. Cool name. It's yeah. like calling my penis the magnetar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bend the swan's neck. So if that's what it is, no worries then. It's far enough away not to bother us yeah oh no worries if it is a collapsed star we're fine if it's aliens sending us a signal that they're coming to invade us it's time to fucking just drone drone star why would they tell us to send us a signal tell us because they're they're sporting fellows mate (laughs) we're coming for you on guard is that like the time when the US dropped them leaflets to the Taliban to tell them that we're invading and to get out of there no, no, they dropped them to say that we're going to bomb that area in a couple of days so you may not want to be here that's what they dropped him. Yeah. Yeah, they did. That's legit. <laughs> that is legit. That's a that's a fact right there. Yep. But Yuri Geller thinks aliens are going to invade. He said that last year, didn't he? No. <laughs> did he? I don't know. We're still waiting for him to find the Ark of the Covenant. Mm. I think it, I think that Yuri's like just begging for attention. He's seventy five. He needs to fuck off. I think maybe he might be losing his marbles a little bit. Do you think? Yeah. Do you not think he started losing his marbles when he started claiming he could bend spoons in the power of his mind on telly when he was doing a simple conjuring trick? Mm-hmm. Do you think he was always mad? I mean, he served in the Israeli military. Maybe he's got some kind of weird PTSD. Who knows? Anyway, he needs to fuck off and go home. Fucking twat. Thinks he's a CIA fucking remote viewer as well. Said he'd been reactivated in the 90s. So no, Yuri, you weren't. Go home or go to a home. You just weren't, Yuri. I'm sorry. Okay, moving on then. Woman claims she is sick after carrying hissing monkey that escaped truck in Pennsylvania crash. <laughs> yeah, isn't this we'll a, pick the, that one. the film out for me? Yeah. <laughs> what did she do? It's, it's Outbreak. Yeah. The uh, Dustin Hoffman vehicle. Yeah. Great movie. Actually, I like Outbreak. It's a good movie. It I, is. Well, this is 
This is depressing. After a truckload of 100 lab monkeys crashed in Pennsylvania, a woman stopped her car to help. One of the monkeys did not appreciate her goodwill and hissed in her face. Now she's sick. <laughs> I know. Terrible, it? Michelle Fallon was driving in a truck's wake when it crashed, dumping animal crates across the highway. Some of these crates broke, allowing the monkeys to escape into the surrounding area. They could have fucking disease and stuff are testing on them. No, they have, that's the point. The lab yeah. monkeys. That's why they've all been euthanized. Humanely euthanized, i.e. shot in the head. Mm. She initially thought the monkeys were cats. <laughs> when she approached the scene, she placed her hands on one of the cages. The monkey inside, lightly shaken from the accident, hissed at the woman. The day after the accident, Miss Fallon began to develop a cough as well as pink eye. Her eyes became so irritated she decided to visit a local emergency room. You know, it is outbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> she was given the first of four rabies shots as well as some antiviral drugs. Uh, she called a healthcare hotline after the crash to explain that she had experienced and to determine if she would need to seek treatment. I was close to the monkeys. I touched the crates. I walked through their feces. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> she well, told the outlet. Every monkey likes to throw their own feces. Well, that's true. The monkeys did hiss at me and there were feces around. I did have an open cut. I didn't. Oh, I did. She got pink eye. <laughs> She's been told to keep a close watch on her health over the next month to ensure she doesn't develop any infections from her proximity to the monkeys. When was this? Three days ago. Yeah, but isn't pink eye actually a um, a sign of Omicron? She's got a cough and she's got conjunctivitis. They're actually two of the biggest symptoms of Omicron, apparently. Really? So yeah. she's actually probably just got Omicron. I, I just like to think it was Outbreak because I love that film. <laughs> but also... Is it most, a monkey? Or oh, 12 monkeys? Most yeah. infections and that would take a lot longer than 12 to 24 hours to start because there's normally an incubation period of, of almost three to four days of anything. You're, uh, you're sick without knowing it for three to four days and then symptoms appear. So she, she already had whatever she had before she came in contact with the monkeys. That's what you call um, over-the-top hysteria. Well, thank you very much for ruining the movie Outbreak for me now. Sorry! <laughs> But no, it's, that's just the way shit works. Yeah. Right, so next one. British schoolboy loses both nipples in Link's Dare Gone Wrong. Ouch. Fuck me. That doesn't sound very nice, does it? No. Well, this unidentified boy was in the changing room of his school when someone dared him to empty two cans onto his chest. 15-year-old. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. The boy described the events according to the media as just feeling a bit cold. <laughs> it's not really a big thing, he said. And then it starts to burn, and then you're just waiting for it to finish. Lucy, he flicked his. Go back up. Wait there, I was, gonna, I was getting to it. He continued, it was fine, it was all fine. Then the boy, you were actually freezing my nipples, then he flicked them, and then my nipples just fell out. Oh, fucking hell! Uh, it makes me feel funny. Makes my willy feel funny, that does. Uh, <laughs> he goes, have you ever seen a wart? It's exactly like that. It here, it's raw, exposed skin. Hang head. on. <laughs> it makes your willy feel funny. Uh, I mean, it was me like, flicked off. Uh, it makes me all cringe and it just <laughs> <brings> everything. 
Do you not get that? Do you not get that? Like when something makes uh, you not in my stomach, be ridiculous. Fine, it's just. Uh, is, it not, is it retracting? Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just makes me like wince, and that's I don't know. <laughs> as long as it's not growing, I don't mind. We, we can cut that. You are sat cross-legged. I'm not sat cross-legged. You're sat cross-legged. Hardly. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, the student went on about his day and on to his next class. And he's in German, just sitting there, and his nipples are gone. He's just chilling. <laughs> People are like, dude, your shirt's bleeding. We could see the blood stains from both of his nipples. <laughs> he's just yeah, sitting no. in German thinking, oh, my nipples are gone. Ah, oh, my nipples! Ah, oh, my nipples have thawed! <laughs> well, the teacher asked him to go to the medical room. <laughs> my nipples, the shirt does nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he was just like, no, nah, it's fine, it's alright. What can they do, you know? Can they sew them back on? Over them? No, you couldn't sew them back on. Just have to put a plaster on them or something. frozen skin is yeah. dead. Yeah, well, no, because you. Oh, yeah, you've frozen, aren't you? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, say goodbye to your nips. Yeah, that's it. So now he's going to have to explain to every girlfriend why he's got no nipples. Yeah, yeah. Or he wears a bra. <laughs> 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 oh, well, I'm explaining to why he's wearing a bra. <laughs> I've got their nipples on my shame. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, oh man. And he'll live. The idiot. Well, there's nothing. Nothing. There's no, there's no common sense anymore. No. Man. But, but at least males don't need the nipples. No. So there is that. Because like a, a, free a hungry baby going unfed. <laughs> That just makes me picture babies trying to breastfeed f- no from the, the dads. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, is it? No, no. Surely. No, my my little boy is doing me. Have we? My little boy. If, oh, they're actually. Baby, I think men can produce. You'd hold him like that in bed or something, and he'd be like, "No, no you don't want that one, mate." <laughs> and then he's like, "Really?" Like when I'm talking, like a couple of weeks old kind of thing. You'd cradle him, but I'd be shirtless. Cause it was summer. <laughs> if you go for my boob and I'm like, no mate, bit hairy for you pal, pass you to mummy. <laughs> it just made me picture that, so yeah. Oh dear. Bitty. <laughs> oh, hairy bitty. Was <laughs> right, what's next one? Yeah. A paralysed man with a brain chip is able to tweet just by thinking, well, he used this fucking application of that chip. I can tweet. Why well, just have him put it on a screen? So why has he got to tweet it live? This is, hold on. It's, it's just a gimmick, right. isn't it? I know, that's what it bugs me. But not, not seeing any of the rest of the article yet, but all this reminds me of is that episode of, I'm sure it was South Park, where they would like instantly get in their thoughts reported onto something. Mm. I'm trying to think who it was that was... I don't know. It was Mike Baldwin... Mike Baldwin's thought. No, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's Mike thoughts. Mike Baldwin's thoughts. Mike Baldwin's thoughts. Alec Baldwin's. Yeah, the UK soap listener. There is probably a Mike Baldwin, isn't there? Because there's about 50 of them, so it must be a Michael. But either way, mm. it is Alec Baldwin, and it just reminds me of that episode of that instantly. But like Ben, just because he can, it says he can tweet. Well, can means he... he can do. Imagine what other things he can do. I, know, I just, I just wanted to put it on the screen in front of me. I don't yeah, want to tweet it. Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it is wonderful. I used to, 
Why did you have to tweet it? Why, why can't you just put it on a screen in front of you? So I watch it my phone every time you watch fucking tweets. Oh, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like some food to tweet that. I was like, oh shit. I'm just taking the piss, honestly. Science. I know, I'm taking the piss, honestly. We're going to feel bad in a minute when you read the article. <laughs> No need for keystrokes or voices, he says. I created this tweet just by thinking it. Posing the account of Synchron. That sounds like an evil corporation, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. That sounds like an 80s bad guy corporation from a movie. Yeah. Run Synchron. By, run by somebody called Lex Luthor or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thomas Oakley's their CEO. After sharing the, the initial tweet, Mr O'Keefe posted seven further tweets replying to questions from Twitter users. Wow. My hope is that I'm paving the way for people to tweet through thoughts. Huh. The final was, why tweet? Just put it on a screen, man. Right in front of you. I don't know what he's on about. Put it on a screen. Why has he got to put it onto the internet? Why has he got to tweet it? It's a gimmick, isn't I it? I know. I was t- They're launching this I'm, new product. I know. I'm, just, I'm basically. I don't you think just you tweet. are. I you don't even need a phone anymore. You can just think it and. Like wing yeah, or something, I, I guess. Know. And I this guess. will be in our brain soon. To get you can... <laughs> I don't want it in my brain though. Twitch your eyelid and you, you switch my eyelid and post it to Instagram. Yeah, everyone be going, what are you using that fucking ancient phone for now? It's in our brains now. We can. I don't want anything in my brain. <laughs> you've seen, we, has anyone seen the uh, Total Recall film, the newer version? Oh, no, never watched it. Yeah, no, refused to. Will, Will Farrell in it. I had the misfortune Will of watching Fno. it. Not Will Ferrell, he wasn't in it. Thingy Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell. I'd have watched the Reed Ferrell remake of yeah. the Will Ferrell and Mike Baldwin, I'd be loyal for that. I've got to watch that. We've got to post that to him. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Oh, no, we've killed him. We've killed him. <laughs> oh shit yeah. that would be hilarious though wouldn't it <laughs> Will yes. Ferrell and Mike Baldwin <laughs> Colin Farrell and they use they use mobile phones that are like um, in their hand if I remember right yeah, yeah and I could see that kind of thing happening definitely it'll come to the point where your phone is a little a little chip in you no it'll be a band it could be a chip in you I refuse to have that but it'll be a band around your wrist first with a little um, hologram hologram, projector yeah and you just tap like that they're already doing that now that's that's coming out are they coming out into the public is it 10 10 years I think we're looking at less than 10 years not them bendy phones already aren't they bendy phones yeah, but it'll be a little bracelet you wear on your wrist and you'll probably have your Bluetooth earpiece in anyway because everyone seems to fucking have one nowadays. And that'll be your microphone and that'll be your monitor just projected onto your hand. It'll tap. Yeah, that's the future. I like. I do like this. I was, I was taking the piss a little bit, but it's great. I mean, that, that's, that's a massive yeah. step forward. He can't speak. No, he can. Voice, yeah, giving a voice to the voiceless. Yep. And uh, if he can just think it, he's just got to be careful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got to turn that shit on and off at time. This, this, is where, this is where the episode of South Park kind of hit upon that side of it. Mm. Like every thought was going out. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you've got to be careful. You can imagine how, how got, South Park took you, it. you need to be able to turn that shit on and off. <laughs> because like seven to eight, 
That's Ben time. <laughs> I don't want that being tweeted live. That's why I want the screen in front of me. <laughs> okay, next up. Man harvests methane for eight hours to fuel bike that runs on swamp gas. Or UFOs. Okay, interesting. Is <laughs> UFO with swamp gas? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> the motorcycle runs on freshly harvested bog methane that rests in a giant condom attached to the back of the bike. <laughs> <laughs> it takes about eight hours of labour to go 12 miles. Oh, fuck me, what's the yeah. point? <laughs> Just step backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally a motorbike. On the back is... A giant condom-shaped thing with a tube coming out of it. He's going to shovel bog me feed for fucking eight hours to go to the shop and back. The fuck's he playing at? Yeah, if you only get to go to the shop once a week, it's ideal, isn't it? Well, it is, but who goes to the shop once a week? These people that... Um... What if the shop's 13 miles away? Yeah. And then you got to do another eight hours of... What a fucking idiot! <laughs> and I mean, you're only going to be able to carry one bag because you're on a motorbike. All right, look, look at it the way. When Concorde is retired, <laughs> that was a step backwards in yeah, air 100%, travel. Hundred percent. Because you could go to from London to New York in in three, three hours, hours. Yeah. And three and a half hours, four hours tops. And now it takes you like eight hours. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a step backwards. This is also a step backwards. <laughs> After eight hours of manual labour, you can travel 12 miles. Fuck me, mate. Just get a bike. Just get a normal bike. Just get a motorbike. Well, you've got bike. Quicker, 12 miles in eight hey, hours. Get a fucking job, work eight hours, and pay uh, for a car. And pay for a car? Just fucking... Yeah, I know well, you want to live in a sustainable world, and I understand that, but eight hours of labour for 12 miles is not fucking worth it. There's got to be something more sustainable. You're going to buy the sleep motor, then. No, no, I'm not going to buy the sloop motor. No. <laughs> Harvest rapeseed oil, isn't it? Maybe they're onto something. Where's this fucking slush hydrogen thing that was promised years ago? They were, they were putting filling stations in in California for like this highly concentrated water hydrogen combination. Mate, there's simple solutions. solutions. Simple solutions. There's simple solutions to that, right? Very simple. Maybe not so simple to execute, but I'm sure they could do it. Water, you could put that into a fucking an engine, get an electrolytes, electrolysis. Oh man, to split the yeah. split the two. I so you got your hydrogen, your oxygen. Some guy your hydrogen, your oxygen get split. Made a car that runs yeah, on water. Yeah, so I say that that's been on a shelf somewhere. Yeah, yeah why? Why? Because the minute the minute someone turns up with a car, an engine that can run on water. And presents mm. that to Ford or General Motors or whoever. They're buying they're gonna, that patent. They're going to buy it for like, it. a ridiculous amount of money, pay him off into silence, and put it on the shelf and never build it because one of their main sources of income on selling cars is subsidiaries from Saudi Arabia and Oman mm. and Jordan and all the oil producing nations to pay the car companies to keep making petrol-driven engines. It's technology we've got. That's the problem that I've got. And it's technology we've had for fucking years because it's what they use on submarines to create oxygen. They just take in and, like I say, they split the hydrogen and the oxygen. The oxygen goes into the submarine. The hydrogen gets mixed with carbon dioxide, turns into methanol and gets released out into the sea. 
yeah. because it's it can't be um, picked up by any sonar. So if you just let out hydrogen, it would be bubbles, bubble, bubble, bubble. Yeah, yeah, okay. But you turn it into a liquid, methanol just goes just, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and alcohol, you could get drunk on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you can scale that down easily and put them in a car and then they can run on water. And the thing is, that's also a self... You could make it self-sustaining because once the oxygen combusts, oxygen then... Produces the CO2. Produces the CO2. But not just that, you've got the hydrogen, sorry. The hydrogen and the oxygen mix when it combusts, yeah? Which has yeah. a byproduct of water. Yeah, so you so that can go back That's exactly round. the thing I was doing, the hydrogen sludge. That's the, the only byproduct is water. It just yeah. leaks out the back of the exhaust. But what? you could reuse that water if it's powered by water. Yeah. That water could be reused. And so yeah. you could say, if you've got a litre, instead of using a whole litre, you only lose the whole cycle of that one litre turns back round into 0.6 of a litre. That 0.6 of a litre goes through the cycle, turns around and you've got a third of a litre left. But, you yeah. know what I mean? So it'll last even longer. Ah, uh, fuck that with my sloop motor and I want to spend <laughs> eight hours collecting bog methane every day. Well, wouldn't it be my... easier just to stick sit next to a cow for ten minutes and let it fart a few times and fill up a big johnny? Should we say it works? Yeah, okay, okay. The sloop motor uses a converted Honda GX160 motorcycle engine that he converted himself. He drilled a hole into the airbox of the engine where it receives the methane, then he hooks a balloon, he uses a condom in a demonstration, to the hole which fuels the engine. The engine will start filling with gas, but once it's going, it can use the collected methane to keep going. He got the idea while reading about a fisherman who used methane collected while out fishing to fry eggs. Collecting Mike, um, Mike, the naturally Mike, 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 say his name. What? Shalks. Shalks, is that it? Yeah. Okay, just... That looked like fucking... That could be added to me, Shalks. Collecting the naturally occurring methane is a labour of love, which requires a special device that Shalks designed, which he calls a plump station. A labour of love. (laughs) Plump. Plump station. Uh, Oh, the plump station. And you took out the plump station. (laughs) It includes... He has to stand in... In waders for eight hours, basically collecting this. That's shite, it? That almost literally. Mike, I've known you for the best part of like thirty years. I, you're not standing for eight hours <laughs> collecting bog methane. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably the only fucker who'd do it as well. <laughs> my sloot motor. But how much time was he on his hands? <laughs> on the plump station. <laughs> oh, is he plump star? Shot my giant condom I'm, on the back of his bike. <laughs> He's obviously some kind of rich bloody. Rich eco-mentalist. I don't think he's rich because he, he wouldn't be standing there for eight hours. Oh, no, because he, no, he, no, like, he is rich because he can afford to stand That's there for I eight think. hours unpaid he, to travel 12 miles when he could just buy a car. That. Claire. This, this is his alternate vehicle. Great, you know, if he's, if he's living like this and, you know. Yeah. No, it's, it's no harm to anybody, <laughs> is it? So, yeah. He's, he's Carry on. planet, little by little. Yeah, all right, we'll give him that. He every, is. Every little helps. No matter how ridiculous it sounds, <laughs> he is saving the planet little by little. And do you know what, though, as well? Methane gas is one of these things that is a heavy greenhouse gas, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is, so yeah. If he's using that, what's the byproduct of... But he's burning of, it off, though, isn't What's he? the byproduct of methane? Yeah. I'm sure it's probably going back into the atmosphere. But what, what would it... No, nah, because they're eco-cars, aren't they? That's the thing, they're eco-friendly, so they're using that to... 
Well, if it's combustion, it's like a it's like a gas powered forklift, isn't it? The gas is is going through the gas is combustion the combustion energy. It's innate afterwards, isn't it? Yeah, so it's just innate. It's just it's just a smell it. or it's just a smell because it's been burned off. But what does it produce as a byproduct with when once oh, gas it's combusted? It's combusts. CO2, isn't it? That's what yeah. I'm trying to wonder. Is it? What is it? Is it byproduct? I don't know if it is. It'd be like yeah, I don't know. He's, we're thinking too much into this. <laughs> he's taking, he's, he's taking still taking eight hours to go to our wilds. He's taking, he's taking methane out of stored in the ground rather than being in the air, and he's it's obviously burning it. Sure, it's going to be releasing it in the air. Yeah, he'll be releasing yeah. some. So is he really that eco-friendly? I don't know. No, he's just a daft <laughs> thing. He's taking eight hours. In eight hours, you're going to walk to our bottom. You know, I think he could have filled up that condom quicker, like, like Pete said, on the back of a cow's arse. <laughs> I think you're right, Claire. I think you could have. Stick yeah. it on something that's really heavy, a cow, I don't know, on all farmyard animals, stick a little condom on their arse. Mm. <laughs> Collect it. You're going to get poo all in it. It's just not. Well, someone has to sort that out. You just tie the knot, tie the knot in it and trick it on a wagon. All right. It's byproduct, is uh, oxygen and. Water. Uh, oh, carbon dioxide and water, sorry. Carbon okay. dioxide and water. Well, moving on then, last one. So, a Peruvian statue's giant penis mm. thrills tourists, but vandals are turned off. Well, the vandals are turned off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, basically, there's this uh, great big statue, and it's got a nine foot phallic object sticking from it. It is a big cock, basically. Yeah. The newly the uh, in a mirror. The wording is wonderful. The newly erected mm. statue of a grinning man with an enormous phallus has prompted delight and rage in the archaeological hotspot of northern Peru, where it has been on show since the beginning of the year. I've always been in trouble since they leaked that nude photo of me. Or, although perhaps not anatomically correct, oh, I think it is. The crimson fire, fiberglass structure is a faithful representation of the ceramic vessel of Peru's pre Columbian Moshika culture, whose people lived in a region between 150 and 700 AD. A 15 minute drive from the centre of the regional capital, Trujillo. 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 I don't know. The statue had already proved hugely popular mm. with passers-by and tourists who posed beneath the one and a half metre member for selfies. Uh, I thought it said it was nine foot. The nine foot, that's like three metres. Yeah, it is, isn't it? No, the nine foot tall statue. Ah, ah right, yes. One and a half metre member. Okay, yeah. But despite the historical fidelity, the nine-foot fertility symbol has already been attacked by vandals who smashed a hole in the statue and reportedly fired shots in the air as they fled. Fucking incels. <laughs> yeah. So the mayor of Boche, Arturo Fernandez Bazan, district named after the ancient culture... He told local media, two in the morning, three hooded criminals held a knife at the security guard's neck to keep him from reacting on calling colleagues on the radio. The two of them damaged the phallus. Well, that's He's a got a security guard. Yeah. So, yeah. And then a knife so, to his neck. They fucking it's took it seriously then. It's yeah. very organised, isn't it? Yeah. And like, oh, and they're firing shots in the air as they drove off. Mm-hmm. Drove off. Drove off. Fucking imbecile. Drove off. I can't believe the statue's got a 
<laughs> They're planning to erect 30 more statues oh. representing the Mochica culture. About a third of them representing erotic acts or childbirth along the archaeological circuit. Who wants a selfie with me then? So <laughs> ten, there's, there's another 10 phallic uh. statues to be erected soon then. Oh, yeah, why the fuck not? That's quite hilarious to be fair. I, I, I like it. I'd have a picture shaken with it. Yeah, man, I'm definitely. Sure. I'd be trying to, like, Mount it. Planking. Yeah, yeah. I'll be trying to planking on it. I'd be trying to stuff it up my backside. Loom it up and get on. Oh, shit. Oh, you know, some of these cultures. Really? Yeah. Well, it's not exactly pretty, is it? No, I mean, it's a it's a short red bloke with a massive dick. It's like an Indian guy. With a hat on. With a flat top. A fez. No. He's like a foreign leash now, Tony. He basically looks like he's holding a big baguette. I don't think he'd go down to you wanted to die in a nuclear apocalypse, you remember? Holding a baguette. Holding a baguette to your leg. So when, like, my... Atoms Stand against a wall. Atomized against the wall. It's just got this big dome. <laughs> <laughs> and the survivors like, yeah. Here rests the great Mike. He's fucking amazing, man. What a man he was. I would if he was a god. <laughs> uh, I like the celebration of the culture. Let's have some massive dongs hanging around the road. Why not? There's some titties too, so it's a mixture in it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fertility statues. Mm. Well, there's going to be ones for every child. For every massive dong, there might be a big pair of titties on the road. Mm-hmm. Nice. Certainly liven up the journey, wouldn't it? Definitely. Right, well, and that's the end of it then. So ends the weirdness for the week. Yep. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Bun the Post with Apocalypse. Uh, SoundCloud at uh, Cutting the Bun the PTA. We are on most platforms. You can find us somewhere. Then we've got Spotify account flowing around. You can find us on there. Yeah, and YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. So, yeah, don't listen to Yuri. <laughs> Never listen to Yuri. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Don't freeze your nipples off with links. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Pete. Respect the big dongs. Respect them. Ha 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 ha!